Just to remind you, we are now on Stitcher and TuneIn, so feel free to listen to us and rate us on those platforms. If you have any suggestions or comments, you can contact us at suggestions at lifenarrated.com. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Life Narrated, the podcast about life and the stories we tell. My name is Emily, and I am tired. My name is Matthew, and I am the perpetual underdog. <laughs> My name is Lauren, and I'm sick. <laughs> and I didn't do anything. <laughs> That's okay. I actually had something for this. My name is Emily, and I'm the comeback kid. There you go. I'm going to dub that over. <laughs> and today, we are talking about sports narratives. So... We wanted to talk about sports narratives because we just had the Olympics, and there's a lot of like these stories going around that are, <laughs> this happened, and then we should all feel like super awesome about it. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about it. There's there's a better opening in there somewhere. We'll work on it. <laughs> um, just so everyone knows, none of us are feeling like in tip-top shape today, so... <laughs> Which is the best day to talk about something we have no clue about. Yeah, right. None of us are very... We are into sports. We are very indoor kids. (laughs) We are the indoor kids. That's why we started a podcast about literary narratives. (laughs) Right. And we didn't join a sports team. Right. So it's like I did one day of softball tryouts one time. And then was like, what am I fucking doing? I'm an idiot. This is not... This is not okay. And it was in middle school, and in my town, like, every girl played softball. So, like, I was already, like, ten years behind. In, like, like, the eighth grade, I was already, like, (laughs) real behind. Real the hill. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. It was, like, it was bad. And so, yeah, I went one day and was, like, never again. (laughs) I played softball growing up, but at, I think it was, like, eighth grade, I went to tryouts, and then the softball coach was just so, like, crazy. She was like, um, I went to tryouts, and I didn't understand that tryouts meant you had to go several days. I thought the tryouts were, like, auditions in um, the plays. Yeah. So, like, you go one day, and they see you, and then they the other days they see other people. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't come the rest of the days. And I see her in the hallway, and I was like, hey, um, did I make the team? Because I didn't know where the, you know, list was. And she's like, you only came one day. And, like, I was like, oh. Yeah, well, I thought, you know, I tried to explain. Then she started yelling at me, like, if you're not serious, don't even bother, and blah, 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 blah. Wow. And I went home crying. And I remember sitting on the floor with my dog sitting on me because he was adorable. And (laughs) And he knew I was crying, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I I quit well, softball at that point. Because, like, yeah, like, a really shitty and not 
like well thought out interaction with the coach yeah led you to not want to do that you know what i'm saying that would be sports overall yeah like straight up yeah like she could have said like oh emily like you really that's you really misunderstood yeah you're supposed to come the rest of the day so unfortunately you didn't make the team yeah but like maybe try next semester yeah yeah, like like next next year come all the days because that's how this works you know and it's like i'm really sorry you didn't understand like she could have said like straight up like yes you you didn't do it right, but yeah. you said she was a huge bitch and a monster. Yeah, and she for reference, the coaching to begin with. For reference, this was my first year in America, <laughs> oh, yeah. so oh, there were a lot of things I didn't understand. Yeah, and that was definitely one of them. And I've been on softball teams before, like all growing up in all different countries, and the, this is never how it had worked out before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I joined this league mm. that was like anti-establishment. <laughs> And it was like, basically, you show up and people are assigned to teams, but if not enough people of the other teams show up, you switch teams. And then at the end, everyone eats pizza. It was the best league. Yeah, that sounds way It's better. literally just getting together to play softball yeah. for a little bit. Like and for hang fun. Out. Like for the way fun. You really to do it. And yeah. it was funny because three years, this was my eighth grade, um, and then you go to ninth grade, you're in a different school. Three years later, I came back to uh, talk to an old teacher at the middle school. And this same woman came up to me in the hallway and was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, sorry? She's like, why aren't you in your softball gear? And I'm like, excuse me, you seem to be confused because (laughs) I quit softball because of what you said to me those years ago, and I don't go here anymore. (laughs) Like, I'm in high school now. Did you actually tell her that? No, this is, I was not sophisticated Uh, enough to, like, bring this all together, but I just was like, I don't go here anymore, you know? Yeah. I was... Like, later on, I had this whole rant prepared if I ever saw that bitch again. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, why would you even assume that you... She was confused. She thought... And, like... She was thought you were a different person, frankly. Like, there's yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, because, like, it's so weird. I was never you on her team. You must have had, like, a doppelganger. Yeah, and the only interaction I ever had with her was that one tryout and then that one yelling session. Yeah. And that was, like, all I had. Yeah, so. she must have thought you were someone else, which is yeah. also really shitty because it's, like, she clearly made... Like, this is what I'm talking about, like... I've never talked about this. I don't know why I said that. Uh, never mind. Interactions with teachers. Like, I've had interactions with teachers that's, like, like this. Yeah. Which it fucking scarred me. Yeah. Like, I still remember that, and I hang on to this, like, grudge, essentially. Yeah. And they don't remember who I am. And it's... You have to be really careful as a teacher or as a coach that like what you say yeah Yeah. but like I mean but in the context of our discussion today like as a coach you have to be really careful what you say to kids as their yeah as their authority figure but as their like you know their coach and like you know because like yeah I've had teachers who like went off on me and then like okay example guy and one of my professors in college who directly correlated me not going not going into a, a specific discipline. Yeah. Like, two days into school and with this teacher, I was like, I am not going into his program, which was the directing program. Oh. And, like, and, and, and I went into cinematography because of this teacher. Yeah. yeah. And he's a, you know, and then it's so funny to me because, well, he, he actually passed away. But, oh, wow. Yeah, so he's, he's not alive anymore. But, like, I remember him, like, yelling at me over this, like, really stupid, insignificant thing. Like, I just need to get a piece of paper signed. And, and then, like, years later, 
Um, not in his discipline, whatever. And then, like, yeah, he did, he's, like, being all buddy-buddy, like, slightly inappropriate with me. And I'm <gasps> like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, what like, is this? Fuck the fuck off. You hurt my feelings so bad, and you made me feel like a piece of shit. And you made me not go into directing. And now it's like, did you just forget who I yeah. was? Like, this situation? Yeah. And, and the reason I wanted to talk about that is because I ended up going into a different discipline at school... And my old professor in my discipline that I went into, so I did not go into the directing program because of that teacher. Yeah. The teachers that I had in my discipline, yeah. like he called me the other day and I called him back and we had this really lovely discussion. He's like, I just want you to know that I like think about you a lot and I hope you're oh, doing well. And nice. super awesome. And so like sometimes I think like that person being a shithead to me, like it really did like change a lot of things in my life and maybe for the better, which I can see in hindsight. But, like, in the moment, you have to be really careful because you were, like, you didn't do softball anymore. Yeah. And that could have been something. That was the end of my competitive softball. Yeah. And you could have, like, gone on to really enjoy that. And maybe you wouldn't have done it through high school. Maybe you wouldn't have done it in college. But also, like, who knows? Yeah. Maybe you could have gotten, like, a softball scholarship. You don't know. And this person, like. Yeah. Like. That's true. Totally threw you off. And I just feel like that's not a good coach no she was not absolutely not yeah i don't know why they should put her in charge of children and sports are terrible <laughs> so this is about sports <laughs> yeah. i tell my sports story you yeah, guys talk for I 20 minutes just about to say matthew <laughs> used to be competitive sportsness as well no, not really i mean well in high school farther than i did no i mean i got on a team once but like what team what sport uh, it was baseball oh okay I played baseball and like i remember in tryouts i went i was talking about swimming Oh, yeah. I did do swimming, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. In Germany. And he was in the national championships. That's right. I was. Well, Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I also drank a lot of pool water and forgot all <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, yeah, I guess... I have chlorine poisoning. But you went to Munich, too. I went because I was there because you were there. Oh, yeah, I guess... I don't think I ever competed at Munich. I used to be a swimmer in middle school, and then I went to, like, a... Like a armed forces uh, European wide tournament championship yeah. thing, which is against Marines kids who are yeah, like, fucking that's insane. Right. <laughs> Talk about kids who train. Yeah, they all have a chip on their shoulder. <laughs> Every time we went to Shame, which is where all the Marines kids were, we're like, we're just getting fucking like tranched. Like this is just not going to be fun for anybody except the Marine kids, <laughs> and they're not going to be happy because they're just. They're driven and <laughs> like they're never happy. They don't right. get parental, you know. So that was that was rather. Uh, I guess that was a good experience. Yeah. But um, I was the last time I did sports was like in early high school, like ninth grade or something, freshman year. And I remember going to the tryouts and like doing kind of shitty, not so great. But then I made this one miraculous catch. Like the coach was like hitting balls to us and he hit one like a line drive right at me, and he was like. Before he even got halfway down the field, he was like, don't worry about that one. And I just, like, palmed Boom. it. And I just grabbed it. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so somehow I made the team. Awesome. But then I spent the next four games on the bench. Oh. And I was like, well, forget it. I quit. Like, if I'm not going to actually play, then yeah. I'm not going to bother. See, I had my cousin played football for Wake Forest. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And he was a really good high school, played at a really, like, I did not 
know that okay so like like i was saying in my hometown like the girl softball team and the band were like the things the band <laughs> which i was in band because fuck sports. <laughs> fuck sports um but i had to go to the games and shit because i yeah. was in band but um yeah so it was like softball and and band were what's up our football team was just really mediocre and yeah. i don't think we really won that often if ever um i think it's better now but see when my uncle, so this is my cousin's dad, when he played, it was really big. And they had a really great, strong program. And he went to school on, a, I think, a scholarship mm. and played in college. Nice. And then, and then his son, my cousin, did the same thing and went to Wake Forest. But he, uh, my understanding is that he was, like, second string or third string or something like that. And it's just weird because... I didn't. Un- I did not understand. Like he was very good, you know. Yeah. And then, and I guess that's part of this too. And maybe we can talk about that when we talk about um, the stories and stuff when we get yeah. into it. But it's like, yeah, there's there's a certain amount of like, especially when you're talking about um, in like a school league or whatever. It's like, oh, you were really hot shit in high school, but now you're in college and you're the worst. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so there's a little bit of that like reality testing or like reality check, really. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, you were really good in high school and you got pulled onto this team and then you're only going to play in like four games. But you have to do it in college. You have to do the training. You have to do the workout. You have to do the stuff. You have to have your grades up a certain way to maintain your scholarship. Yeah. So you might play like one time in a season, but so, you are required to do everything else. That doesn't so that bother you keep me so much because yeah, you get a scholarship. Yeah. I was in high school and I had I was getting nothing from this. All the other kids were like shitty, super competitive, like. Yeah. People who would have gone on to be like, like scholared, right? Um, like, like, why get do they scholarship have to, for that stuff? Why do they have to fill out the team though? But like, that's what I don't understand. It's like they okay, have to so have like, backups in mm-hmm. case somebody I mean, hurt. sure, but like, there's like 50 kids on a football team. Yeah, that's true. And and only and I don't remember exactly, but right, it's only like. 12 or whatever can be on but the field the, at a time. But there's the defensive and then the offensive. Right, so that's 24. Yeah. So you, like, have twice the amount of people you yeah. need. That's true. I mean, I don't know. It, it It's just one of those things where I'm like, right, with the scholarship <laughs> stuff, I'm like, that's great. But, like, yeah, like, why put kids on a team if they're not going to play, especially in a school or in, like, a community league? Yeah. I feel very strongly that it should be, like, Every kid should get to play. Yeah. If you can't get every kid to play, don't get to make kids on the team. Yeah. It's better to not be on the team. And if you like, want to win, it's like, okay, but also I feel like that's not quite to the point. So what we've decided here is sports are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Sports are really scary and you can get hurt really bad. Did you guys see... Talking about the Olympics, the guy that did the vault oh my God. and his leg. And his leg was pointing the wrong direction, and you're like, oh, my God. Ah, I didn't see that, nor do I want to. So. No, it's so fucked up. up. Or, like, a, I think it was, like, a couple of years ago, there was, like, in college basketball, there was a kid, I think he played for Kentucky. Yeah. And he had a bunch of micro fractures in his leg that he, I guess, didn't let heal or didn't know about. And they got a compound fracture, which... For you listeners at home, a compound fracture is when your bone comes out of the skin. Ah. Like, it, it breaks completely and comes out of your body. Oh. He So, like, on during the game, he, like, went up to take a shot. And when he landed, his bone came out of his leg. Oh. And they didn't realize it. I will never forget this because I saw it. They didn't realize it, and they showed a replay. Ooh, and then yeah. everybody was like, fuck! Oh, so, so then you had to go on, like, the internet to find it because they realized oh, what God. happened. And it's like, 
That kid, I mean, I think he went on to be okay, but who's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of those things where you can get so injured and you can get so just ruined. (laughs) Your (laughs) body just gets ruined. And so we think of, like, athletes as, like, oh, they're in, like, peak physical condition, but they put a lot of stress on their body and can really, and, you know, like, fuck up. They have, like, weird joints and bad, you know, arthritis and stuff when they get older. Real quick. Uh, uh, I, this, this became anti-sport. I know. This by the so, indoor kids. This is sports from the indoor kids. Yeah. No, there was a study. There was a study on um, professional bull riders, and it's they wanted to see like the fracture patterns that happened to mm. them if it was similar to any other sport, and kind of comparing what uh, the damage for professional bull riders on. Like, was it similar to another sport? Is it the worst, you know, the most damaging? And A, number one, yes it is. And <laughs> B, number two, the only similar fracture pattern they could find was in Neanderthals. Oh. And, like, Homo habilis. <laughs> and, like, who had to fight, like, giant animals to live. Who had to fight bulls to uh, eat them. Yeah. So, that's wow. awesome. <laughs> I learned that in, in and college. And that's also a thing, like, there again, it's like... It's like when, okay, so first of all, I am the kind of person who I do believe cheerleading is a sport. I'll go ahead and say that because, yeah. again, it's, we, maybe, maybe, um, Emily, you can just cut all this shit out. No, it's cool. And yeah. we can start by um, defining what we think makes a, like, what is a sport? Okay. Like. Well, see, I was just thinking, because you were saying band, and I was in band, too. We're talking marching band, right? Yes, yeah. And I think. Well, technically, I was in the pit. So I played clarinet, and then I went to one band camp, and I was like, "Both this! And then I tried out for the, uh, the, pit. the pit, and okay. I got in. So I never actually marched in. Yeah, and um, marching is like that. It's not a sport because it's not. there's no competitive. Well, there is a competitive. It is competitive. I went to BOA, which is Bands of America. Yeah. And we, we like, God. Yeah, so. It's hard. I would not say that that is a sport, but it is a very athletic activity because you have to, like, you don't realize this, but you have to walk very fast while playing an instrument. So you have to breathe for the instrument and for yourself. Yeah. You have to also get <laughs> And you have to do it a certain self. way, too. Like, yeah. people, other, like, and this is part of why I was like, well, I don't like this, is because marching, it's not like marching like your knees are up. It's actually you're on the balls of your feet. Yeah. So you, like, you get up on essentially your toes. Like, you get up on your tippy toes, and then you have to walk, and then you have to, like, when you move left or right you are always or almost always like having to face forward yeah so it is very yeah and you have to walk eight to ten which is eight steps to ten yards yeah and then also you have to do all this with a clarinet in your mouth and i don't know if anyone any listeners are clarinet players but clarinet the tips of them are very delicate so if you jam it against (laughs) your mouth it's broken and you cannot play so and the reed is the reed will split and then you can't play anymore it's funny yeah. that you guys don't think that's a sport because, like, I also don't think that's a sport, but I do think that, like, competitive um, video games are sports for some reason. Right, yeah. I guess so it's, it's, like, the the aspect it? of it, like, there's a point system and there's a... That has it to be It is competitive. Involved. It is, like, it is fig- physically taxing. Um, and, like, right, so it's, like, we don't think of it as a sport, mm-hmm. But it, but we do understand that it is like a competition. I guess it's as much a sport as cheerleading is a sport, even though cheerleading involves a lot of gymnastics. Yeah, it's still like what an there is an athletic activity that is not 
normally attributed a point system. Like, in its basic form, which is to cheer on the football team or right. whatever. You team. have to do competitive cheerleading. Yeah, and there is competitive marching band as well, yeah. as you have seen in Drumline. <laughs> There's a thing. Speaking of sports movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not normally competitive. Right. So I guess if cheerleading is a sport, then so is marching band. Yeah. I I think, yeah, it's like, I think, like, what makes a sport a sport, I think it's, it's some it's a athleticism yeah to some degree yeah um i think it is like can't right the point system yes yeah, and sort of competition yeah yeah which right and what like what we were saying is like it's not not always like yeah. if you're cheerleading for your team at school or whatever yeah um but a lot of those people do like that's the thing too it's like i i was a cheerleader for a hot second <laughs> and again another Horrible interaction with another horrible coach. Yeah. Because we had this, like, idiot girl, and she talked shit about me when oh. I was at a doctor's appointment. <gasps> Wait, the, the one of the cheerleaders or the coach? The coach. Oh, my God. Was talking shit about me. Um, and not about me, like, oh, she's horrible. It was, like, she... And, and again, like, coach, so this is, like, another rant for another time, and Emily, feel free to cut this out if you need to. <laughs> but she, um, she was, like, 18 or 19, uh-huh. And so really oh, young, so, yeah, really young and immature herself. Um, and I don't know why they thought it was a good idea because there used to be a teacher. Um, one of our teachers was the yeah. coach, and then she like picked the team, and then and then went to a different school, I guess. So this girl, whose name I don't even remember, I I, I would say it. I would totally call her out yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah. "Go hate on her on Twitter or something." <laughs> um, I don't know if I have that power, but she knew my sister. And my sister, um, for people who don't know, um, like, came out when she was really young. She's gay. And this girl went to school with my sister and was talking shit about my sister and me to the other cheerleaders because my sister's a lesbian. And that was the only reason. Wow. And so my, so I was at, like, a doctor's appointment and I missed practice and I got my doctor's note and I was excused, like, totally, like, on the level absence, yeah, right? It yeah. wasn't like I didn't just show up and so she started saying mean things. And then my other, um, the, the other girls on the, on the squad told yeah. me. Oh my God. And that's how I found out. And I, and then I quit. Yeah. I, like, straight up was like, fuck you, I'm not gonna, and I, and I didn't say that and it was like what yeah. you were saying where it's like, in the moment I was just really hurt and yeah. shocked like really shocked and I didn't know like how to react to that like I didn't tell my mom yeah like I just was like I don't want to do it anymore and yeah. I just shut it down and, in, in and retrospect, people were like why not and I'm yeah like, in retrospect like I would have been like gotten her fired oh hell yeah but at, at the time I probably wouldn't have thought to do that or you know I would have just been shocked and upset and quit yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like it's another like bad reaction yeah. to or a bad, um, a bad experience, and then like a bad reaction to that experience made me like hate it. Yeah. And and so it's like, yeah, I I really I really liked being a cheerleader, just the way my personality is. Yeah. And so to have it just so perfectly ruined. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, so it's it's really it's really sad um, that somebody can just fuck something up. Yeah. So horrible for another person. It just goes to show how important teachers and and coaches are yeah you know and I think um you know because I knew I knew a lot of the girls on the team and we we had a guy on our team too um but you know they 
they did it throughout middle school, which is right when I did it. I did it the year of like seventh grade and then I didn't do it anymore. Um, and then they did it throughout high school, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it became a real big part of their like identity and yeah. they did it competitively and they were really great. Yeah. Um, like some of the girls I knew like went on to do it as like, not like as their career, but like continued to do it after like college and stuff. Okay. Um, and like as far as like yeah. them, they themselves like coaching and like going yeah. on to like, yeah. um, like professional teams and stuff. And I just think like, yeah, like it's really hard. I and mean, it's something that you really, it's just like dance, which I think dance is totally a sport, but we also don't really categorize it as a sport because well, it is its, its own thing. And it's also not like, there's no point system. Well, it's considered a, well, if like you're competitive, art. right. Exactly. It's considered an art. So there is competitive yeah, dancing. That's true. So here's a question. Like Things capoeira. like, I think some are. Capoeira is competitive. Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I yeah, I mean, but like, Sport look at dancing. all the like the, da- the dance well, moms, like yeah, oh, Jesus insanity. Some people, so yeah. Getting back to the topic of what makes a sport a sport, we say competitive and set of rules, but and athletic. So what do we think about? I think that like golf and chess are games of skill as opposed to sports. Because, like, and darts, for instance, like, I think there should be a distinction between sports and a game of skill. Mm. And I think, for instance, it takes a lot of skill to play chess, but I don't think it's a sport because it's not athletic. Hmm. Right. And it it takes a lot of skill to play darts well, which I don't have. And I, but it's not particularly athletic, but but it's something you hone. It does require a, you know, a physical movement to, you know, it's not like, um, well, I maybe mean, like esports could fall into that category as well, where it's yeah. like yeah, games it's a game of, of skill. skill. Yeah, that are. You know. Yeah. So for the purposes of this podcast, let's just distinguish sports and games of skill, because I know that in the culture at large, like for instance, golf is in the Olympics this year. Was in the Olympics this year. Um, so was painting. Well, not what? this year. I'm saying like oh, back yeah. in the back in the day, oh. uh, painting. There was, was an Olympic one. Sport. There was one gold medal won for poetry. Nice. And it was the guy who was in charge of what sports were in the Olympics. Oh, that guy won? Yeah, and he won <laughs> poetry that one year. Okay. Uh, but, well, yeah, I think um, when when Emily proposed this idea, too, we, we talked about, like, how uh, there are also, like, sports teams that, like, whole countries get behind. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I, so it's, it's a, you know, we can, I feel like we can segue easily into talking about like things. Yeah. I actually have a little um, little thing that I read and sports anthropology is very fascinating. I didn't get too into it because I didn't have a lot of time. But <laughs> <laughs> although I did not do any research. Yeah, um, this is the like, literally we, we drank a lot last night, guys. Like, let's, guys let's be real. That was our work and this is yeah. the result. <laughs> If you want to know about, yeah, charioteers or, like, gladiators was one that I had an idea to look up, you can just Google it. (laughs) Well, let's start with, okay, so tribal warfare is where I think it all starts because in the beginning, tribal warfare was not like a giant bunch of people against another giant bunch of people. There was raids, which is a couple people sneaking up on a settlement and raiding it. 
And then there was one-on-one combat. So the two sides would come together, and then one person would fight one other person. Like your, you'd pick your champion. Yeah, like kind a David of. David Goliath. Yeah, scenario. or it would be it would be someone who has a personal beef against the other person, and they uh, would just yeah. fight with the support of their community behind them. But it's not like when that's over, they're all going to fight. It's right, like right, that's right. the only thing that's being settled here. Yeah. So that's I, awesome. Yeah. So I think, and that's like, I think that's why. Sports are kind of ingrained in us as a as a culture because it's very human this you know need to see a competition or you know it's kind of reflective of that tribal nature you know I don't know but then I saw I read this other thing and it says sports is generally defined by conflict the goal is always for one opponent or team to win this creates a different setting than real world culture where conflict resolution is often the goal. This type of play, because it is defined by set rules, creates a virtual world where participants can create heroes, enemies, suffer and celebrate, and all without real-world consequences. Mm. Yeah, so that was a big thing. Um, uh, After after the Great War, Mm -hmm. you know, and you had all these people coming back, these men coming back. I mean, like, football was, like... Football in in America, like, like became as big as it was, because people believed that like, oh, you've been you've been to war and you've seen some shit, and you need to have a way to like get that out essentially, like so like it simulated war. Yeah, and it's that like that you know it's just like oh you have all this like pent up physical like. Aggression. Aggression. You know, so, like, you know, by playing this sport that's intensely physical and is, like, a contact sport, you're going to be able to, like, get that out or whatever, you know? And it was like, oh, yeah, like, it's a direct, like, people were like, oh, yeah, you were were a soldier in the war, you should play football, you know what I mean? Like, it was that kind of, like, that crossover of, like, what you were saying where it's, like, our need to compete and our need to be like physical and our need to win and i think in a in a society that it doesn't we don't have those tribal divisions as like we did before like one tribe versus another tribe it's it's easy for us to be like oh it's baltimore versus um dc or Mm -hmm. you know miami versus tallahassee they're artificial tribes yeah they like create artificial tribes so you're part of oh my god and they have their like they they have their colors yeah. that they yeah. wear yeah. and they have their symbols. It's very very much like artificial tribes. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I I sometimes I find like sports, they have their pagan gods. Their gods. <laughs> sports teams that like don't have a following and like try to pretend like they do are like trying to force a tribe. Mm. Like for instance, when the Nationals first got here, like this was a created team for a city that had no team, but like had other teams that they already were you know dc is a transient community so most of the people in dc are from their home team their home tribe if you will (laughs) so they then they had the nationals which is a baseball team based in dc and they're like this is your tribe now. <laughs> like, telling everybody, this is your tribe now. <laughs> Abandon your other who, tribes. Yes, yeah, this is who you root for. Yeah, forget the other tribe, but now you belong to this tribe. And for a long time, it seemed very fake. And I was just like, I don't... 
you're doing this wrong. You can't make me. Yeah, but then they started winning, so, you know, and yeah. then they became a real tribe. People, <laughs> get, people get behind that. Yeah. But it's also, too, like how, like, the Army and the Navy, right? Yeah. They have their own um, mm-hmm. football teams They or do. Whatever, yeah, and, and every like year. that's kind of weird. I think that's super weird, too. I feel like you've already you've already got enough. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need this also. I guess, well, like, they don't in play t- in, like, the kick playoffs or anything. They don't go to the, like... To the Super Bowl, but they yeah. but they do play. They play they, each other. They play each other, and I think they actually play other teams. They can well. play other. Yeah, they play other but teams. But it's like a. I don't think they can. Right, they can't compete in like the NFL or whatever. <laughs> well, it's but. the same way that like the Navy has like you know brass bands and things like that. Like they don't go on Star Search, but like among the men and women in the Navy, they have like extracurricular activities. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but that's like I don't know. I I find it weird, and uh, because it's like. This is simulated war, and you're like actual war. <laughs> it's like, what are you not getting enough? Of? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Okay, like, fair Jesus. That's a good but point. also, <laughs> that yeah, that's what I was also yeah, maybe I it's like they want to compete against the other branches. There's always this tension between army and navy and yeah. air force. And instead of like a giant fist fight, I guess football is a good alternative. Or like using your military equipment to go and kill the <laughs> yeah. army for whatever. Like that's what they. That's the thing. Is like those people have like access to actual weapons and huge guns, that's right. and like. They're sitting here with, like, this huge, like, rivalry, like, I hate you guys so much. If only we could kill you. And it's also fucked <laughs> like, up oh, because wait. they're on the same side. Right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, clearly. You so know? They, they so can't like, go and take their guns, so right. they need some other outlet right. to, like, show dominance. It's also like, why? 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 It's like, why are you so competitive? You are literally, like, you are different fingers on the same hand. <laughs> like, knock that shit off. You know that that saying that like to uh, someone with a hammer, every problem starts to look like a nail. Yeah, it's the same with the uh, with the army. Like they have a problem there. They don't like the air force. And <laughs> right. They have nobody a hammer. Likes- <laughs> so yeah. nobody likes the air force apparently. <laughs> yeah, those those reasons. <laughs> um, I wanted to quickly bring up this thing you guys were talking about. How people would uh, go and fight in tribes. And yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead. It's called the uh, Takanuki. Takanuki, I guess. And it's like a yearly fist fight in Peru. What? And like, if you have a beef with someone, you call them out of the Takanuki, and they come and if and they fight you, and like, <laughs> or you can just go there and like find someone to fight. <laughs> and it's like kind of like a washing away of all your sins, Weird. And like get like getting everything out in the open, you know, like yeah. airing your grievances, except through violence. Is it on a new? Is it a New Year thing? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, but they have December twenty fifth is Christmas. Yes. So it's <laughs> Christmas. I love it. <laughs> Kick some ass on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Because Peru is, like, predominantly Catholic. Uh, Catholic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. They and did that on Cusco? Christmas. And it's Cusco? Awesome. Cusco's the best. So you can just go and, like, watch people, like, beat the shit out of each other for, like, weird slight throughout the There's year. There's also, too, like, I mean, I know in, like, Mongolia, they have, like, wrestling competitions and stuff, which are very much, like, they're very reminiscent of, like, sumo wrestling in the sense that you, I think, are in a circle, like, in a ring, and you're trying to push somebody out so it's not necessarily like a straight up fist fight but it's also like that originated as a way of dealing with grievances and yeah. so now it has become like a sport a sport yeah um but originally um, at least my understanding of it well, um i bring this up because you know there's two ways of going from like actual tribal warfare to like you can go to sports and like try and make that like a, an organized way of like dealing with your problems <coughs> or like showing dominance over another tribe yeah or you can just like codify the actual fighting into like like violence that happens once a year and is like 
kind of like keep it low key. Yeah, low key fighting like no people there to stop knife. you. You know. Yeah. Well, and, and and honoring too. But I assume that like whoever wins, it's like this understanding that like yeah, like they were in. They're right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like you know. So because I think a huge part of why we are violent but try to teach that violence isn't the answer is because when you don't honor the like end of the fight as the resolution then people say like well yeah you you beat me up but I'm going to challenge you again or this time I'm going to do this thing you know what I mean and people retaliate because they don't see it as like okay nope nope this is it this is yes we we fought it out and I I won and this is it. This, this is period. It, yeah. And, you know, and so we, if people could, like, ex- do that and accept it, which it sounds like they do in this culture, um, then it's like, oh, yeah, then I, personally, I feel like that would be a great way for people to kind of, like, to duke it out, but then to also, like, okay, we did this, it's done. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Um, and the problem happens that a lot of people, like, get into fights and, like, and then see that person again and immediately start fighting again you know <laughs> so it's you have to if it, if it was just like a one-time thing i'd be like yeah sure fuck it fight it uh, out let's do it but because that's so rarely what happens it's yeah. also very much like no children violence isn't the answer like don't hit people yeah that's interesting i think and also like i was thinking <clears throat> of dueling like that's mm, yeah kind of the same that you have it kind of split off so sports went one way. Sports is a cathartic, like, way to check violent impulses. But then the way to dispute, to f- settle disputes became dueling. Yeah. So and dueling of, is way more final because the point is to kill dead, the yeah. other person. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we shall duel and one of us will die and that will be it. Right. I wonder if are there are any cultures that still practice duels. I know in a lot of countries, like a long time ago, it was banned. Like, I know, like, in France and in America, do like, yeah, it's um, banned. Because, you know. uh, spoiler alert, we lost Alexander Hamilton that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think Aaron Burr as well <laughs> died that way as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, the reason I decided to do this was because while I w- we were watching the, you know, Olympics, there's a lot of these famous sports narratives that we all heard that are, like, passed down orally almost it's not even like you hear it on the news it's like someone tells you the story so there's the story of for instance the miracle on ice which is 1979 the american team who are of hockey we're talking hockey who are a bunch of amateurs versus the um ussr team who are uh, you know state paid professionals and like the biggest brutes around and so and like Russians, so like, yeah. So they like live on ice. Yeah, and so it's just this famous story. They won the game, obviously. The U.S. The U.S. did, like by the skin of their teeth, and they all got up on the, you know, gold medal podium and were like hugging each other. And I actually, my favorite part of the story is that before the game, the the coach is very famously taciturn for the American team. He was very, you know. Didn't say a lot of words, but he he got the whole group together and was like, okay, guys, if you lose this game, you will take it to your fucking grave. And that was his, that was his, that was, just, that was his speech. <laughs> and he sent them out. I love it. He was like, you will take it to your fucking grave. Um, so, I mean, 
that's one of the Olympics sports stories, but there's a ton of like other sports stories. So, I think we got to go through like the seven basic narrative uh, conflict types and just like kind of talk about which ones are likely to be sto- sports stories. Yeah. That's a good way of starting, and then we can kind of... Which one? Well, who dad has research. What? I said, look who did their research. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did it while we were all gathered. <laughs> yeah. So, good job for giving me the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Over here. <laughs> Dear listeners, this was all a ploy to That's give right. us time to do shit we should have done yesterday. We are on top all right, of it. So, we're going, we're starting with uh, person versus fate or God. I think that kind of fits into it because in a lot of these stories, it's not about the, well, some of them is about See, the other team. I don't think so. I think it's. Because there's, there's other ones. There's person versus man, person versus self, and things. Well, for so person like, versus fate or god, I was thinking of Seabiscuit specifically. Because it's not like the other horses were the enemy in this situation. Right, right. Hold on. Um, it is very much that this horse was a was going to the slaughterhouse. Someone happened to pick it up, so fate. And then um, he trained the horse, and the horse was just... Ah, so awesome that he won the triple crown. <laughs> and I think that's, I mean, horse versus God, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, Seabiscuit is our protagonist, yeah. so person versus God. I don't think, and for instance, gymnastic <clears throat> story is the same. Like, that girl who broke her foot, her ankle, yeah, and Shannon. still continued to, you know, she was just... What's her name? Is Shannon something, right? I have no idea. Yeah, but, Nancy, like, her Nancy, coach had to, like, hold her. Nancy Cartwright. Are you talking about the ice no, skater? No, 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 mm-hmm. not Nancy oh. Kerrigan. Uh, we're talking about the She's gy- a gymnast. gymnast who, she fractured her ankle, but then she decided to go again She could to continue and finish her um, bit. So hmm. she did the uneven bars, and then when she landed, she broke it. And you can see her, like... Standing there, like yeah. one foot up, and she's like, "Done!" Fine, I did it. <laughs> like, Jesus. And then her coach had to carry her off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know the name of that person. I don't. Remember. I think it's Shannon something, <clears throat> like from the like eighties, nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know what you're talking about, which is the Nancy Kerrigan and that's right. Um, who's the other woman involved in that? The the woman she whacked. Yeah. Or was she was Nancy Kerrigan the whacker or the wacky? Wacky. I don't, I don't know. Remember, yeah. I watched the documentary, but I still don't remember. Yeah, I still don't remember either. I watched. But this is one. This is I think is a good to, to say what you're talking about. Where it's like we know these things. Like we're bad with the details, but we know these things because we've heard them. Yeah. Like yeah, and like you you saw the thing about it, the documentary. But it's like yeah, like I don't know who told me that. I don't know why I know these. Right. And I'm like, yeah, the, the, the lady with the thing, and yeah, I know this. Yeah, she got I her husband this. to hit the other skater with the ass. And, and like, like, oh, yeah, like shattered her yeah, knee or some yeah. shit. Because so, she tried to do it again, right? She and did, did it you again. Watch that? Like, yeah. she tried to a different somebody oh or whatever. Oh, my God. And she was like, oh, I didn't tell him to do that because we're, they were like, it's just so fucked up, right? Yeah. And, but, like, yeah, in those situations, I think Seabiscuit is a good example of versus. Fate versus God. Yeah. Person versus fate, yeah. Yeah. See, I don't see it that way. I think I see it as like person versus person. He's he's against the other horses and his his difficulty is to get better than the other horses because he had never been But that. his his conflict is his situation, right? He's not a thoroughbred horse. He's not I mean if so he is a person. Let's think of it this way, like if it were fate person horse versus fate or yeah. god. The conflict, like the climax of the story, would be him being rescued from the glue factory, not him winning the triple crown. Okay. Does that's, that make sense? 
fair. Yeah, but I mean, the big part of the story is being rescued from the. Mm. That's yeah. Maybe you're right. Okay, maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's not about his conflict with God and like his circumstance. It's about <laughs> this is his, a very existential horror. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's about his conflict against. He's like, like in the, the rain with his like clothes yeah. in the air, like <laughs> <laughs> just like I can see yours just going oh, in the rain. Why, okay, okay, fair. Um, but uh, my point is, I don't think a lot of sports stories fall into the person versus God category. Yeah, I just I I know a lot of these stories that are like people come from humble beginnings to make it to the Olympics. Well, I think these other know? seven six conflicts might. Okay, like, well, fall. Let's yeah, exactly. Like, okay, let's just not try to shoehorn it in there. Okay. Let's real. Let's maybe I should read them all first. No, no, no. I think okay. going one by one is a good so idea. person versus self is the next one. Okay, maybe then Seabiscuit is person versus self. That one is definitely you can have a sports story, even if like there's no antagonist in the story, you can just. The story can be about someone trying to be the best or better than themselves. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because you're obviously competing against other... Like, I think of, like, um, powerlifters, which oh, yeah. is, like, so, you know, it's like, yeah, you're obviously, like, competing against other people, but, like, it's just you that goes up there and tries to lift that thing, yeah. you know, and it's your own body and your own, like... Well, but even in that case, like, you're trying to win against other people. I'm thinking of a situation where, like, you're already the best and you're just trying to get better. And, like, there are lots of stories like that where they're trying to beat... Michael them. Phelps, for instance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I've already won more medals than any human ever alive that ever lived. Including Leonidas of whatever. Yeah, but I'm still going to win more medals. Yeah. And, like, that's a person versus self situation. But also, like, a person versus self would be if, for instance, last year they lost, and then this year they just, or they didn't get the gold, and then yeah. this year they just want the gold. It's not exactly the person who got the gold. It's just getting the gold for yourself. You know, yeah. there's a, there's a, uh, gosh, again, one of these things, like, uh, I think her name is like Ashley something. She's a runner and she like the last Olympics, I think, I think for, I think this is like the third Olympic she's been in and the first two. Yeah. Um, she always got silver and then she got a gold medal. Oh yeah. So like something like yeah, that. That's yeah. One. Yeah. Or like even, it could even be like a little more, uh, small scale thing where it's like, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to fight my fat. Like, it's, yeah. it's literally me versus my fat. Me versus my fat. <laughs> and, like, that's a Why story. Why is that not an archetype? <laughs> Man versus, versus fat. fat. <laughs> there, okay, so the next one is person versus person, which is, like, stupidly obvious. Like, yeah, obviously. You know, most of them are person versus yeah. person. The other one, uh, person versus society, which I think Seabiscuit does fall under, because it's like, the society said he was supposed to be glue, and now he's <laughs> whatever. And now he's a triple crown yeah, exactly. winner. Exactly. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. You'll because, be going later. Because <laughs> yeah. his circumstances are like what society has dictated. So he's not a thoroughbred, so obviously he's only good for the glow factory and like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or, or Ikea. Oh, <laughs> deep <laughs> cut. Um, uh, well, I also think. Um, like Rudy is another one that, was, that falls under that. Right, category. yeah. Really or I was thinking like a League of Their Own, a which I think own. is based yeah, on. A League of Their Own. You know, where it's like the. If you have never seen this movie, go out and see it. Because it's so funny. I yeah, hate sports, but I love <laughs> sports movies. And that one was one of my favorites because of that. Because it was women playing So during World ball. War Two or World War One, which is it? I think it's two. World War Two, all the men are at war, so they make a baseball team, a baseball league with all women. And yeah. that's basically the story of them. Um, which is, it's a great movie. And also a lot of, um, like, I guess, like, uh, racial... Like yeah, the first, like remember the Titans. 
Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't remember that movie. It's, it was a, about it's the integration of, of uh, you didn't okay. You don't remember <laughs> the Titans. I get it. I get it now. <laughs> Uh, Wait but I, also, for it. <laughs> I also don't remember having seen that movie, although I know I have. It takes because I've I've DJed their prom before that that high school. Oh, it's very close to here. So, not here because we're in North Carolina, but it's very close to DC somewhere. But yeah, like you know, racial integration stories or or um, uh, women's integration stories. Or... There, so there's this uh, oh, TV man. show on now. Oh man! Can we, I just I had an idea. I'm gonna just cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. We need to start writing scripts about LGBT sports integration stories. And, yeah. And like, just sell every sport one of these stories. <laughs> It'll be huge. Yeah. We're just done. make like silly movies about like lesbians and queer people like playing sports and beating like the tough like bromans. Okay. That's how, I guess what you're trying to say is that's how people get behind those changes. Like No, um, those stories are popular and they make no. money. <laughs> uh, I, I did not like, make that mistake. I was like, he's looking for money. <laughs> but like, like, there's I'll always, there's already been one about women. Remember the Titans and they're like, yeah, we're all the same. Let's get behind it. There's like, already been one about women. There's already one about black people. What's the next like group to come up? The LGBT. Let's make some stories about that. And make some money on their on their wave. <laughs> that, that's not in it for the for the racially. I mean, it'll help. Whatever. He's like, I'm gonna help. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna hurt him. I just want right? to get paid. Um, I was gonna say that the there's this TV show starting soon that has been marketed a lot to me. Like I've gotten emails and tweets about it for some okay. reason, and it's about a woman in MLB in the Major League Baseball, and I'm like, you know what? I would be so down for this if it were a historical document. <laughs> but there are no women in the MLB, and I know that very well. So you know what? This is just going to make me upset. Yeah, like, this is just a fantasy. Like, yeah, why? yeah. Thanks. Uh, NASCAR is not a sport. Yeah. Well, period. Let's, let's think about that. So our defined rules. So it has to have a point system. It does. Which it does. It has to be competitive, which it does. It has to be athletic. Which it's not. Well, I don't no, know. No, they no. pee in a catheter. <laughs> Is that really, like, the most easy thing in the world to do? Like, <laughs> it's... I, I mean, you, they literally piss their skill. pants. I think it's fine. So you think that NASCAR is a huge, huge waste of resources, is I what you do. just said. And it's terrible. And it's, you don't I think, think it's I athletic. Mean, I, think, I don't think it's athletic. So this is, to me, goes back to that. I do not think it's a sport. Is it a skill? Like, is it a game of skill? Yes, okay. I think so. But I do not think it is a sport. I think it is a sport in that, like, the circumstances that these drivers would go through while in the car, even though they're not physically moving really, are so extreme that it is, it has to be a sport. Like you can't discount the fact that they're, they're subject to incredible G-forces, like extreme heat and vibration and noise. Like the, the toll on the body of a driver is not negligible. But I feel like then, then you could also argue that like training to be an astronaut is a sport. Like going, no, going through the NASA program, but is there's a no sport. points. There's, there there's is. No. You are rated. I mean, you, you know what I mean. It's like a pass fail. Okay, sort of I thing. think then another aspect of it is that it has to be publicly consumed. I would agree, and also that it has to be uh, to no other purpose besides the 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 score. See, I don't think NASCAR is a sport. I would. I I think if you wanted to argue that, like like Formula One, where what's the, the difference? Well, because it's a different like. There's actually like right turns and there's like <laughs> you know what I mean it's like you're on it's a, a driving course yeah as opposed to NASCAR which you were literally in a circle going around hundreds of times doing nothing 
So I, I think this is like you misunderstanding the sport. There's lots of things that you do. Like, for instance, you're on teams with other players, and so you have to win as a team and not necessarily as an individual. It's nice if you can win as an individual, but the more the game is more about positioning your car so that your team can go forward. And sometimes you have to block other exactly. people. It's like a roller derby or something, where like you get in the way of other people but try and let your guys through. So that you guys are all in front. Yeah, I, was, I still, I still don't. Lauren, I was on your side in the beginning, but now I think I'm, I'm. It's just so boring. <laughs> you it just is, really don't like it. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I think you a don't like it and b don't understand it. I like, definitely <laughs> don't like it, and a lot of people watch it. We're talking about the like being publicly consumed. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I get it, but also. And I know, I understand that there are a lot of sports like this, but it's like, yes, I think being a good driver is the skill. I think the car or your teammates or whatever is money. So you have to, like, you you have to be a good driver so that people will, like, pay for you to do this, right? But your car, like, first of all, there are regulations on the car, so the car can only be certain, so many things, right? So it's not like drag racing or whatever where it's like well we did this to the car and we we do this like in nascar you can't have those like modifications yeah so right so it's like so it's like being the good driver is right being the driver is the skill everything else is the car and somebody pays for that car so like if you have enough money you can buy a car good enough to get into the thing Right, because of the amount of... That's why I'm saying it's a skill. The driver has a skill, but they're not, like, they, in theory, you could take that driver and put them in any different car, so the skill is the person, and the... We're not disputing that the driver has a skill. But right, but I don't think it's a sport, then, because it's like, you're, you're just driving in a circle in a car. So... You're disputing. You're saying you're you're like clearly telling us that the driver has a skill, it's a but sport. you're also saying they're not doing anything. Like those are contradictory ideas. No, they're not. No, no, no. It's not like they they're sitting and driving in a car, and you're like, well, they're under a lot of stress in the car. It's they like, are. Yeah. They don't have AC. They go so they fast. They do. That's the thing. Is like you. That's why I'm saying you don't understand it. Not to be like a, a belittling or anything, but like there's extreme circumstances and environment inside that car. It's like, I think Formula like training, One, like training you for could, an astronaut. You could, you could example. You could example. do that for. You could argue me for Formula One, but not NASCAR. Listen, you don't have to. I think. I think we can disagree or agree yeah, or disagree well, on this disagree. one. But um, I also think I want to go back to the idea of like amending our ideas about what constitutes a sport. Right. Um, I think for public consumption is an important one, but yeah. I also think that the the score is the point. So, for instance, training as an astronaut. Right. You get rated and you get scored, mm-hmm. but you're, the point is to go to outer space and to have the best person to go to outer space and do the mission in to outer get the, space. Yeah, to get the job. Exactly. Yeah. It's well, not necessarily about like getting the the A grade and then like living a life of endorsements or whatever. There you know? are some sports. Well, maybe we can dispute whether these are sports or not. That the point if it came from, for instance, like. The lumberjack competitions, like they came Which are from amazing things, to watch. yeah, that you needed to do that have another objective. Well, but now we're. Using I would argue them. all sports have come from that yeah. place, but now they are something different. So now your so your argument is that if it is now the focus, this if the score is now the focus of this activity, then then it's a sport. Then it's a sport. Okay, all right. Whereas like, if it's 
the, the score is a way of measuring uh, performance performance yeah. for some other reason then it's not really a sport it's just like a metric okay you know yeah I think that's a good idea uh, yeah. anyways let's continue this yeah thing. let's continue NASCAR so that's society. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very clear what you think about NASCAR line <laughs> I don't. I also agree with you. NASCAR does suck, but like I still think it's a sport. Like I think like competitive. None of us here are on the side of NASCAR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't diminish the fact that like it's a sport. I think curling sucks too, but like it's a sport, you know. Like, and I'm not really like super angry against curling. So, like, <laughs> That's because it's just so ridiculous. You have to, it's like oh. It's like you guys are doing a thing. John You're doing a thing. So we got person versus society. We talked about that. Yeah. Person versus nature. I don't okay. think a lot of sports narratives fit in this one at all. I, I would I would argue things like um like the. Maybe like, like the Tour growing. de France or something, you know, when you're 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 traveling in a natural environment, yeah, yeah. and that can be unpredictable. Like a sailboat race, if right? You yeah, a something like Do that. Do you think that rock climbing is a sport? No. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, really? You Do think they so? do competitive? I don't know. No, I guess it would be an outdoor activity because yeah. it doesn't really have a point system and it's not uh, competitive unless you're real weird. Mm. You yeah, I guess you're right. Because I was thinking, like, I feel like that that would be an example of you, like, competing against yourself, you know, like, doing more difficult climbs and stuff. I don't think it's a sport. Um, I was thinking, like, maybe whitewater rafting, but also not a sport. Um, No, there are, like, canoeing and stuff. And, like, you were saying, like, sailboats and um, windsurfing is a sport. Windsurfing, yeah. You know, and you're, yeah. My uncle did that. Surfing. Surfing is a good one. Yeah. Oh, my God. You also have sharks. Yeah. Like you're competing against <laughs> nature sharks. and so many on so many levels. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like I just thought of another awesome sports story that I learned on Drunk History, which is Eddie Aikau was a very famous surfer and he like surfing came from Hawaii, right? And it's very popular there. And then a bunch of Australian surfers came in and was like Hawaiian surfers are backwards and they don't know what they're doing. And so they kind of took over the scene and really dissed the Hawaiians and they got their asses beat. And like then actually physically like beat physically up. actually <laughs> and then they were so afraid to leave their hotel room that they just weren't surfing anymore. And then I Eddie Aikau came to them and they met him at the door with like tennis rackets and yeah. he was like, Calm down. So he kind of brokered peace between the that's, Hawaiian that's and awesome. the Australian. <laughs> and then the story goes on and uh, basically he was like the Hawaiian people aren't really being respected even though they've come up with all these great things so we're going to build a traditional Hawaiian craft and we're going to sail it around the world to show how great and we're going to navigate only by the stars so they the Hokulea is the name of the boat and they only they set out the first time they capsized about like 50 miles out to ocean yeah. which sucked and Eddie Aikau was like listen I'll go get help so he takes off his life jacket and starts swimming for Lanai. About like eight hours later, they see a plane and they flag it down. They get rescued. Eddie Aikau is never found. <gasps> so he was never found. Lost at sea. Yeah. A murder. I don't think so. I don't know if... A murder for the peace between... Oh, um, I thought you said a murder. I was like, oh. I don't think it was murder. <laughs> yes, a murder. The ocean murdered him. But last year, National Geographic gave a Explorer Award to the captain of the Hokulea, who was at that point, who watched Eddie Aikau swim away. And he has sailed the Hokulea around the world, and he's now sailing it, I think, around the coasts of all the continents. 
So he's still going, yeah. and he just won um, a very famous exploring award, which also Louise Leakey uh, just got that with him. So, do you know what I know about surfing? Well, um, Australians is that that's where Uggs come from. Really, like, Uggs were designed for the surfers because the the ocean water is like really cold, so they have their wetsuits and their like feet. You know, your feet are the only things that aren't like covered. Yeah. So Uggs were designed for surfers, so when they got out of the water, they could put them on, and it was like super insulated. And it would warm their feet up, so they wouldn't like. And that's. How That's that why Australian horrible men thing happen? Wear Uggs a lot. Uh huh. And we find it weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So That's like it's All like. Right. So poor surface nature seems to be like a thing that can. In some senses. Yeah. In some. Not a lot. Not I, I feel like if the thing you're doing is in nature, yeah. like if you're um, what's that thing that um, Mikey does where he's like, uh, mountain, mount, mountain biking. Like that would oh, be a, like kay. pretty intense. And it is competitive. And, it is a sport. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. All right. So I feel like in those situations, it's like. It certainly yeah. can be, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's not right. the most common, but yeah. it does, there is an element of the that. The next one is person versus supernatural, which I just don't <laughs> Not so much think. in yeah. this. Unless, like, the ghost of your father is, like, yeah. pushing you yeah. towards <laughs> your goal. I'll show show you, Dad. Then it's person and sur- supernatural versus, you know, <laughs> they're on your side. And well, then, no, I was thinking more, like, resentful. like. Oh. <laughs> Die. I'm gonna I'm gonna do Trip this so you get line. the fuck out of here. Okay. There's a person versus technology is the last one. And I don't think that has a lot to do with it. Um I think this kind of, if we're gonna segue away from this, because I think that person visit technology is not really but there is a sports story of Oscar uh Pitoris or Oscar uh Pitoris, yeah. What is his last name? So I'll just say Clotorius because that's, <laughs> that's definitely not it. Pistorius. So Oscar Pistorius, he wanted to. He has been campaigning for people who have uh, what are they called? Uh, artificial limbs to be allowed into the Olympics. And I actually had a conversation with this with my students in Saudi Arabia because they it was like so should he be allowed to compete with the other Olympians? But the problem is that he kind of has an advantage because of his leg. They can actually make you run faster. Yeah, it can actually make you run faster. So is it right to exclude him because he doesn't have a leg? And it was just a very interesting conversation. I, I heard a similar story about a guy who was a, a rock climber. Yeah. And he had designed, um, I'm not sure how he lost his leg. I think he, I think he had one. It's not really important. He lost his leg. Well, but he's a rock climber, sure. so if he has two artificial legs, that's pretty amazing. Um, but I think he just had the one, but he also designed it so that he essentially had, like, um, like gadgets on it, I guess, yeah. that helped him climb. Yes. And, like, one of them was, like, you know, he had, like, a, like a pike or whatever, this thing, a picked or oh, whatever. A Yeah. Um, that he could, like, extend from his leg and basically, like, so he could, like, shove his foot out and it extended past the reach of what his leg was oh, and help him do it and then there were people being like well that's not fair and he said his response was you're more than welcome to cut your own leg yeah, off and exactly. I'll give this to you <laughs> and I think that's different because like rock climbing again is not a sport so like if it's a leisure pastime like he can do whatever he wants right like, yeah he's not cheating motorized vehicles to go up the hill if they want like yeah. if that's their life then let's go yeah well and I think that's kind of why they have the Paralympics frankly like it's like, I guess the our, our idea in our mind of the Paralympics is, like, a, a place where, 
like people who can't compete at the normal human level have to compete at a lower level. We think of it as a lower level. Exactly. But it will soon become like perhaps even a higher level. Where right. People Cyborgs. Who, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what can you put on the human body and like, what can that do? Like, yeah. You'll have people pole vaulting without a pole. Just like. Yeah. <laughs> just like boing. You know? It'll, and that's be, like, there. It'll be there for like ceremonial purposes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't actually need this pole, but Incidentally, to honor their forefathers. <laughs> Oscar around. Pistorius uh, probably shot and killed his wife. So oh, I his think girlfriend. His girlfriend. So I think yeah. that is probably a moot point <laughs> for yeah. him. I think he had won his case, actually, that he was to be allowed to... No, yeah, he's, he's not in jail. He's, no, he's not in jail now. I meant for the Olympics specifically. Oh. That he had won his argument. <laughs> he won the case to be in the Olympics. <laughs> and then he shot and killed a person. But they well, can't prove it, so maybe he didn't. Well, uh, it was an accident of what he says anyways, and they, they believed it in court. Okay, so. all right. He said that someone was coming into his house, and he thought something was coming into the, his house through the bathroom, but his girlfriend was just got up to go to the bathroom, and he just fired through the, the door. Killed her. What the fuck is wrong with and him? This is not the first time apparently this guy had shot weapons off like because. Oh my god. He just has guns around. And he's just like. That's apparently a, oh my gosh! Yeah, this is a whole off. other argument. <laughs> yeah, let's not yeah, get into it. No, but yeah, honestly, I'm gonna throw it out there. I don't think he should be allowed to be in the Olympics because he might shoot someone. <laughs> but this is America. It has nothing. It has nothing it's to do South with Africa. his leg. <laughs> That's right. He is South African. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think. For person versus technology, it's an interesting idea, and in that it could be a lot of really interesting narratives to come out of that. Like mm. the Paralympians, like trying to compete in real life, or I say in real life, in the real Olympics. <laughs> in the, the the Olympics. The Olympics. In the Olympics. I'm a jerk. In the actual Olympics, not like You're a baby Olympics. <laughs> but but um, like but it could have... also be something where like like the the beginning of like car racing where. I'm thinking of a story now where, like, these Paralympic Olympians don't get in the Olympics, so they say, like, fuck it, we'll have our own Olympics, yeah. but we're not Paralympians because we do better than the Olympics, yeah. and so it becomes, like, this arms race of, like, technological arms and legs that they yeah. build. A literal arms race. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> better arms. Yeah, and eventually, great. it's just this, like, sport that they, it's like a new sport that they have to, like, regulate and, like bring everything down like you can't have jet packs on your elbows that's right. not allowed <laughs> you know but or like maybe that, it is yeah well maybe it is like it'd be a really cool thing to watch I think like or you can have jet packs but you can't like use like nitrous boosters or whatever yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you can't like do that sort of shit there's like a creation of a new well, sport well but you mentioned yeah. too like video games and how there are I was listening I think it was on NPR where they were talking about um the e gaming yeah. e-gaming or e uh Esports. 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 Yeah. Do you know? I I didn't get to hear a lot of it because my commute to work oh, got yeah. really short. So I feel like that would. Do you feel like that would be an example of it, or is that something? I don't totally think that's different? a sport because it's. I mean, I want to say it's, it's a sport. Skill. It's a game of skill because there's not really any athletics involved. Like it's true that you really have to focus, and you have to be able to move your fingers quickly. Your APM has to, to be, be really high. Super dexterous. It's, it's still. It's. I mean, that's the same with like darts or exactly. Uh, you know. Yeah. And golf. so and like even though it's like. There's a it's competitive and there's it's public consumption and like being competitive is the point. And yeah, there's this point system. But it's not it's like cards it's not or something. Athletic, yeah. yeah. It's poker, like, for instance. It's poker, I would exactly. not say poker is a sport, but yeah. you know, it's a game of skill, definitely. It's a fun competitive thing to watch. Yeah. But it's not a game like a sport. Um what do they what kind of games are they though? Like um, what kind of a sport? So 
they play a couple of games and like there's they're always like companies nowadays will make games specifically for esports. Esports. I was talking about esports. esports. Right. I was asking. That's right. I was asking um, if you could give me an example because I don't. Sure. I don't know. Like so, like uh, Starcraft is a really popular one. So is League of Legends. Right. I don't know if you ever played League of Legends, but Starcraft is a popular one. Uh, League of Legends is the big one right now. Uh, there's also a lot of shooters. That yeah. Are, like Call of Duty is always like very popular esport. Um, Interesting. Okay. And like yeah. part of it is like how competitive and how well balanced the game is. Another part of it is how much the company pushes for the game to be an eSport. Oh, interesting. So, like, League of Legends was never really built as an eSport, I, I don't gonna think. I was going to say, yeah. But because it was so well-balanced and so popular and so um, competitive, it became perfect for eSports, and so now it's, like, the dominant force in that scene. But uh, Call of Duty is, like, very kind of silly, really, but it's, it's very competitive and very well-balanced, too, but... It, the company has so much money they can just throw their own tournaments and oh, give payouts and, and stuff. there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... And, like, it, it has become an eSport okay. <clears throat> as a result. But, um, yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff like that. Um, and, like, StarCraft in Korea is, like... Oh, God, yeah. It's a national pastime. There like, are several television channels in South Korea devoted to StarCraft games, FYI. And they uh, they fill stadiums with, like, yeah. for, for the finals and stuff. It's, like... A real sport, like fucking stadium size. Yeah, people have like lights they flash for you know. It's just it's crazy. Wow, that's really that is really cool to me. But I see. I mean, like, so while I understand it's not like a sport the way we're defining sports, but like I heard of that and I was like, what does that mean? I don't know anything. Oh, I'm at work. Click. (laughs) Turn it off. It's a game of skill. Thank you for enlightening me because I think that's. Now I'm thinking like it'd be really cool if you could do it like a live a live version like live action StarCraft or something. You just have everyone dress up. Yeah, basically have That's like LARPing. Kind of, but then you have like the actual guy who's really good at at him directing everyone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then everyone else just basically be actors in his scheme, so like the fans could sign up to do it. That, that would be interesting because there would be this element of like. Maybe they won't follow in yeah, instructions. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe they'll just go rogue. <laughs> I mean, I think you would have to be like you have to have some training and like you would have to do more or less the right thing. But like there would definitely be like uh, a lag time between the commands given, the qu- commands yeah. like operated on. You know. I mean, what if it would be like the people who play the characters become famous as well? Yeah. And like they get recruited for like famous teams. So it's like, okay, there's this famous person who's... Like the general. Who's the general, but then there's also this guy on the ground who's been known to act crazy, but also do really good. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And so, like, maybe he just goes rogue in, like, Well, and, like, especially in places in Korea where it's so popular anyways, there's so many people who would, like, jump on this, oh, yeah. like, opportunity. Like, I think that'd be really cool to it watch. It wouldn't surprise me, too, if on some level that has happened. You know, people have done it, like... Like, in a, like, live-action role-play way, where yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to meet up here and do something like that? Or, yeah. I mean, right? Like, I mean, freaking people made Quidditch a thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's yeah. right. Quidditch is a thing. <laughs> you'd have to have, like, Quidditch is a sport. space to do it in, though. Like, you'd have to have, like, almost, like, a town-sized, like, Oh, arena, I guess that's true, yeah. Which would be difficult. But also, like, you could... They build fake towns all over the place. Like, right. They build, like, once again, people who did Call of Duty built, like... A, a live version of their map, one of their maps for, um, like, some gaming convention, you know, at one point. 
and people who are really into it could go through and, and play like paintball in the map. Oh, like, cool! That's awesome. Yeah, and like it's cool because you knew where everything was because you're like, oh yeah. man, this is just like the video game. If I go up these stairs, I can. But then, like, go to my favorite little sniper uh, yeah, point. Exactly. I wonder oh. if people are like jumping off of uh, buildings or something, like, because you can. Can you do that in Call of Duty? Does mm-hmm. it matter? Impact. Uh, when you jump off a building, for instance, you die. Oh, um, no, uh, no, not the, the most recent ones. You always have jetpacks. So maybe that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, like obviously. <laughs> Just remember, guys, you don't have jetpacks. Actually, and that's a good point too. Now that I think about it, like some of the units in StarCraft are like airplanes and stuff. So it's like, oh yeah, it'd be too hard to like simulate that. Or like they have special abilities where they like literally like transport behind enemy lines. So like physical oh, people can't yeah. do that. So, like, yeah, okay, maybe that wouldn't work out I mean, so well. they could always find ways to deal with that. To, like, represent it, yeah. you know? Maybe uh They'd have drones. people on each side that represent... That you uh, could activate. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Where that would get really confusing, though, because, like, you'd have people, like, off to the side, and then they'd have sit, to, like, They'd have to on. sit down. Just sit down. Or and then that other person could, comes on. you could have a system where you have everyone pause. And, like... That's what I was saying. Or maybe, like, a turn-based thing, maybe... Maybe. Anyways, um, anyway, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> slowly. So I wanted to like slowly. go through a little of our collective knowledge of sports narratives while talking about tropes uh, from you know that we've all been. And one of the ones that I wanted to talk about in terms of narratives was this one that I had never heard of before until I moved to Hungary. And it is basically, it's called Blood in the Water. Like, we have Miracle on Ice. They have Blood in the Water. And it is water polo. Mm. And it is the 1956, the uh, Hungary was occupied by the USSR. And they were not happy about it. They were on the side of the Nazis. They had a lot of reasons. None of them were very good. They are perennially bad at choosing winners in wars. Um, mostly because they wanted Transylvania back, and Hitler promised them Transylvania back. So they made some mistakes. The USSR had occupied them, and they had, in 1956, they had a revolution. They were like, fuck you, USSR, and all sorts of stuff was going on. And there was a brutal crackdown in Budapest by the USSR. That water polo team was, was training in, I think, Austria at the time. And they didn't get to go back to Budapest because of this revolution and the crackdown following it. Oh, that. So their families were there, you know, there were a lot of tension. Come the Olympics of that year, the final, I don't know if it was the final game, but they had a match against the USSR in water polo. Mm. And like first, I don't even know how water polo really works, but let's say inning, (laughs) first (laughs) inning, Someone punches someone else and just the blood everywhere. Yeah. So they called the blood in the water mesh and they just, they trounced the USSR. Like they, they beat them. And it was very big, very big uh, in the lore of Hungary. They have stamps, like water polo is super serious for huh. Hungarians it's today. It's so funny what sports are yeah. <clears throat> people, but that, Rally I mean, I guess that's what, well, yeah, what we were talking about though. It's like, that was a moment um, where the entire country could get behind these couple of guys, you yeah, know, and yeah. like really felt like this national pride, and yeah. then you know, and 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 all of those guys are famous, like yeah. super famous, and it's just water polo, like, but water polo is now very very important to you know Hungary, 
Yeah. So I just thought it was, a, and actually in 1956 on the cover of Times Magazine, the person of the year was a Hungarian revolutionary. So it was a very big, you know, because they're the only people who really successfully revolted against the USSR. Mm, yeah. And the USSR gave them Hungary a lot of concessions because of this. They like were like, okay, we can't mess with Hungarians too much. You know, <laughs> just like let's let's leave them alone. <laughs> I love this idea of like the USSR just represented by this person who's like. You know, and like Hungary is represented by a person, and Hungary's like, get the fuck out! Yeah. And, and the USSR is like, okay, but I'm still here. But I'm you know still what I mean? here. I'm still here. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Just like, can't, can't not, like, get their fingers all up in that. But they're like, you know, and Hungary's just like, mm, <laughs> mm, don't touch me. Don't get on your side. But quite literally, like, <laughs> go back. Um, I love that story because that is such a weird sport. It and is. I love um, one, of, one of my favorite things, which I got really into, was um, I... So I, I like watching rugby. I think it's really interesting to watch. I don't watch a lot of it because we don't have sports channels. But, like, one of the things that I think is really cool is that the New Zealand team, the All Blacks, do the haka yeah. before each match. And I think that is a, that's an example of, like, your, like the national pride. And, yeah. like, you know, and it's the, for those of you who don't know, a haka is, like, it's, like, a, it's a, it's a dance, but it's so much more than that because it's a, you do hakas for different things and literally like the movements you make and the words you say well you know the words you say mean you know stuff and the the language the maori language but um like the the movements you do all mean different things so it's very very symbolic and yeah so you do like so the all blacks do hakas that are um to intimidate yeah yeah but other other teams do this as well because there's like a uh, it's a, I, th I think it's a team, I can't remember now where they're from, but I think it's a team from, uh, it's, it's, it's an African country, and they do something very similar. Okay. Um, and it's, um, they have, like, the, the small shields, like that guy. Oh, yeah. And stuff. Like, the, the small, like, um, kind of uh, oval shields. Yeah, yeah. So they have, like, the small shields and stuff. So, like, yeah, that's, I think that's, like, a really great way of, like, the, yeah, the national... The national pride, and it's something that, like, the New Zealanders are, like, really proud of. And they're a really great team, is my yeah. understanding, too. Like, yeah. they're a really good team. So it's, like, I don't know of any stories where it's, like, oh, and then the All Blacks came in and did this thing. But they have, like, this history, this, like, long history of yeah. that. And, um, you know, people really get behind them. I wonder, like... And it's allowed. I mean, that's the other thing, right, too. It's, yeah. like, before the game, like, it's understood that, that if you're playing that. them, that, that they're going to do it. And it's done, like... On um, you know, at schools and stuff like yeah. the schools will have their own hackers, and I schools do it. Yeah, and um, it there's like a forbidden one because they do this like throat cutting maneuver, and they're like, "Nah, it's pushing it. Please don't do that one." So it's like the forbidden. I I find it interesting though that they are so representative of Maori culture. I'm not entirely sure of the situation down in New Zealand. I don't know if they've had the problems that Australia's had with Aboriginal people and Indigenous people. So that, I, that just makes me wonder. Like, the only thing I know about it is what I've seen in that movie, Well Rider. Like, that's legit it. Oh, yeah. So I don't I've know anything about it. Um, and I just, I'm curious. Because I saw that, the All Blacks doing the haka, um, and I'm just like, is this okay? Or, I don't know. 
I think it looks awesome, by the way. It's, and it's super intimidating. Like It's super crazy, like, how... It's also rugby players, so they're literally, like, brick walls of men. Something I learned... And they are, like, their legs and their arms <laughs> yeah. and these, like, huge, muscular, intense men screaming at you. <laughs> Like and and beating them like they yeah. you know, they hit their arms and they hit their chests and they hit their legs they stick their tongue out oh yeah it's creepy it's, oh man so well that's so, I think is a pretty cool thing as far as like sports and how yeah uh, relating from our tribal past. so um, I want to talk about before we get before we end here I want to talk about the um, the sports tropes that are listed on uh, tvtropes.org. Um, they have a whole list of sports tropes, and some of them are pretty funny. Yeah. Um, there's like the accidental athlete. The oh yeah. Um, oh, that one's great. Baseball episode, the bowling episode, the um, there's a paintball episode one. Oh yeah, so these are like four regular TV shows that run out of ideas, and they like they're doing a bottle episode. Now yeah. they're doing a baseball episode. Now they're doing a bowling episode. Yeah, but there's other I stuff get it. too, like um, the. Uh, Game of Nerds, which is one, um, which is let me click on it because I actually didn't read this one. Uh, I, don't even, I can't read it. But anyways, okay. but there's a bunch, and uh, my favorite one here. Uh, there's Order to Cheat. There's um, oh, yeah. Raw Eggs Make You Stronger. Yeah. Oh, gross! Yeah. yeah. Um, the slow clap. <laughs> the <laughs> the slow super clap. coach. The super ringer. And then my favorite is uh, the animal athlete loophole. <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's go. Where it says the underdog team brings an adorable animal to play for them. Yes. Often exploiting the fact that the rules of the game do not explicitly forbid this. <laughs> and they win the big game. <laughs> That's like every like, the plot of every Airbud ever. Yeah, exactly. like, my oh, my baby God. still love Airbud. She still loves it. But like I was like, this logically makes no sense. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Let me have this. She was well, really into dogs, though. And, yeah. like, as you're talking about these, I'm, like, in my brain, I'm, like, ticking off movies. Yeah, that exactly. I, like, well, I loved um, Rookie of the Year where the kid has a, his arm gets broken. And then oh, yeah, when he, like he gets his cast fast. off, yeah, he's, like, becomes, like, the super pitcher. And I love... Um, the super player. Or super ringer, rather. Yeah. Oh, and, um, yeah, I was thinking when you said what's that. What's the one uh, with Tony? It's, like, Tony Danza. And he's a garbage man. And he tries out for, like, the Eagles or something. Oh. And becomes their field goal kicker, some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Like, there's one with Adam Sandler, and he's like the water boy in the. Oh theaters. yeah, yeah. Well, also the Ringer one. I was thinking of Mash. Have you ever seen that? Uh, the actual movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Then uh, and in the actual movie, it's like it's kind of a hot mess that movie. <laughs> but like half of it is about this football game that they're playing against another team, and there's a reason they're playing. I think it's like they want more money or something for their hospital like it's a good reason but then they what they do is they contract a dentist or it's not a dentist he's a he's some sort of like medical doctor that they do not need i think he's a podiatrist but he's also used to be like all-star football dude (laughs) and so they they bring him in and um kind of pretend that he's part of the medical team there and just happened to be an all-star football player. <laughs> yeah, there's one, the You Go Girl, which is um, basically where the girl is good at sports, but... Oh, like team, the Little Giants? I don't know. Do you guys don't remember that movie? That's I so kind of remember that one. Let me finish, though. Yeah. The girl is good at sports, uh-huh. and then her team doesn't want her because she's a girl, and so uh-huh. she joins the other team and ends up winning against her... Former team. Oh, oh, that's like she's the man, <laughs> which is the best movie ever. 
Is that the one with Amanda Biles? Yeah, Bangs. Yeah. It's also it's also the twelfth night Shakespeare's yeah. Night yeah. in in awesome. Except form. in twelfth night she gets like married. She, which I guess is a win. She ends up with Channing Tatum, which is <laughs> almost the same. Uh, yeah. Throwing the fight is another one. Passionate sports girl is just like the girl who is like outrageously into sports like more than any of the guys. Um, there's actually, I like, there's a, a TV show, I think it's on Disney, it's called Bella and the Bulldogs, it's about a little blonde girl who joins the the football team, and it's just, like, about her life, and, like, trying to, you know, balance friends and team, and, like, it's great. I <laughs> knew yeah. a girl, okay. I didn't really like her that much, like, we weren't, like, friends, but I knew a girl that joined the wrestling team, because there were no girls, and no guys would wrestle her that makes sense yeah well and she's also like a stick she's yeah. like she did it just to kind of fuck with point, it yeah yeah but yeah so she was like she was she did it she's so like she was very like like frail <laughs> and very small and like yeah and like could have easily like been penned but no like no guys <laughs> no, would ever well and i also think she because she was so light like it was either like Nobody was in her weight class. Yeah, no one's in her weight class. And then, in like the very few times that there was somebody, they were like, "I forfeit." <laughs> so she would win, like yeah. by forfeit. That's funny. The actually in my middle school, uh, wrestling was mandatory as a sport. FYI, like everybody had to. Everybody do that. had to do it, including uh-huh. myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I hate this. Like, why? Why do I have to be this close to a person?" I'm gonna go Roman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awkward father-son bonding activity yeah <laughs> bizarre and improbable golf game is another one that's, that's where they have like they happy gilmore a, or something. yeah kind of but also like commonly one of the things that they'll do in that is like oh you have to hit the ball where it lands and like it'll land in like a, someone's hot dog or something oh uh, yeah 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 okay. like oh like the, the classic ball in the hot dog yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Throwing the throwing the fight is another one. Career ending injury. Oh no. Yeah. Crowd chant. Crowd um, chant, yeah, yeah. Desperate object catch, which is like the snitch. Or oh, yeah. football. Football, yeah. <laughs> I guess. The snitch. Uh, fictional sports is where Quidditch. Yeah, like another, another Quidditch one. Yeah, it's actually Or that Quidditch. one from the magicians that was a thing. Oh yeah, that didn't make any sense. So. Yeah. Or Calvin Ball. Calvin Ball. Calvin Ball's another one. Calvin Ball. Order to cheat. What is, yeah, like, oh, like when, when the coach tells them they have yeah, to cheat. Yeah, exactly. When a character wants to clear fairly and honestly, he just told you something not to do so by someone else. Oh, man. Okay. Not to cheat in order to win or. Whatever. Don't. It's like your coach handing you, like, um, steroids or whatever. Just the like, pro wrestling episode. <laughs> the pro wrestling episode. Terribly. There's a great Steven Universe where they did that. Oh, really? Yeah. That yeah. thing? It's so cute because uh, one of the. One of the gems, you know, who can shapeshift turns into a wrestler, and then Stephen wants to do it. So, he'd be, so his thing, because he can't actually, wrestle, he can't do anything. Yeah, his thing is like he becomes like Tiger Millionaire, and so he has like a little tiger nose thing, and he slicks back his hair, and then he helps the he helps Amethyst the gem by like making these props and stuff. So he like whacks people with his like briefcase, and he has a huge like eighties phone that's like. <laughs> You know, do stuff like that. It's super cute. That is funny. The slow clap. Yeah. Unnecessary roughness, which is, I guess, like when someone, like, stomps on someone on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> a bunch. Athlete. TV Trips is great, and these are all a lot of the ways we describe yeah. sports in film and narrative. 
Yeah, and I think, um, all in all, I think... Overall, don't do sports. Sports are <laughs> the worst. Sports Especially are the worst. NASCAR. Especially NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> well, do we have any more sports stories that we... Ha- I mean, they keep well, on coming Well, I originally wanted to talk about the, the guy, the first man and the first um, woman to swim the English Channel. Yeah. And I think... Uh, that might be a great example of like man versus nature, I guess. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. What you know, we were idea. talking about, you know, because um, it's like what twenty one miles or something like that. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. But I, I again didn't I didn't do anything, so I know okay. the last the dude's last name is Webb. And <laughs> so Google it. The li- Google it. It's super. It is super interesting. Yeah. Um, especially because so many people had like made attempts, and it is. A really difficult thing for so many reasons yeah. um, and and people did it yeah. and do it yeah. you know so it's it's really cool um, and uh, really inspiring yeah cool all right well thank you for bearing with us in this hungover episode of, of life narrated um, I don't know what our thing is gonna be next time but we will come up with a thing that we care about as opposed <laughs> to or, we won't we will we will care about it we won't drink the night before recording <laughs> and we will do so much better probably we promise <laughs> thank you listeners goodbye Bye. Bye. Bye.